0: Hello and welcome to Four Women Not Gossiping, a podcast about good food and big ideas. On today's episode, we've gathered around a Swedish cheesecake to discuss music, aging, and self-care tips from Angela Lansbury. Around the coffee table, we have Chef Camille Moore, Rebel Mamas' Alex Jassim and Nikita Stanley, and myself, Ariane Leitza. You can keep up with us on Instagram at Four Women Not Gossiping. And if you've got an idea you'd like us to cover, Email us at fourwomennotgossiping@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Hi, ladies. Hi, babe. <laughs> How Hi. are you guys today? Killing it. <laughs> Obviously.
1: Living our best lives.
0: Obviously. Are you familiar with this term called music of the spheres?
1: At all? No, no. Tell us about it. Tell (laughs) us more,
0: Ariane. So basically, it's this concept that has to do with universal music that says that there are sounds that occur between the distances of celestial bodies, i.e. planets. So if you were to go by all these different planets... The speed that you're going at, you would be able to hear different sorts of hums and sounds and tings and things like that. And so there are some um, astronomers that were able to amplify the sound, speed it up, and then listen to it. And it basically sounds like house music, which is very very cool. Yeah, it does. would love that. And, you know. Uh, you- obviously we all go dancing together and we love to go out and we love house music and we love hip hop and we love different types of sounds but this just got me thinking of how you know it feels sometimes like there's this cosmic connection to music and when I first learned about this concept I thought it was the most beautiful thing but I also thought it made so much sense Mm. right does that speak to you at all? Like how do you think does that play into when you listen to music? Do you kind of feel like there's this don't you feel like I there's mean, this connection beyond you it's when so you listen bigger. to music? It takes you out of yeah. your of your reality, right? The way yeah, a certain it,
2: person can sing something. The and way then, it makes you feel. Yeah, the way it ma- it's all feeling, right?
1: It is all feeling and it's a mood too, right? What you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I listen to like my classic rock during the day when I work. Then we go out and we listen to other stuff. And I don't listen to some hip hop when you're tired, but you got to go out to yeah. get you pumped. So
3: it's a yeah. mood. House yeah. music specifically is interesting. And I like electronic music in general because it really, I mean, like it or not, it has the ability to bring together thousands of people mm-hmm. under one roof for one specific uniting experience of letting the music move you and let it go through your body and I preferred electronic music back when it had words (laughs) (laughs) because the words were actually you know pretty prolific a lot of the time that you especially at the beginning like some of the songs you would hear a legend like Danny Tenaglia play or something like that they kind of allude to things like freedom and community and you know what can happen on a dance floor Mm -hmm. is that there's a collective experience happening. It's pure energy. It is pure pure energy. energy. You're transferring it to other people. You're physically touching other people. I mean,
1: it feels so good to dance to. And it's a pulse, right? Yeah, that
0: beat. And I mean, that's why. I mean, if if that beat is so similar to the beats that are between planets, it's almost like we're all these celestial bodies that are kind of in each other's vicinity, right? I, I remember being in Ibiza, Ibiza. Ibiza with oh
3: my god. Not yeah, started
0: and and I don't remember where we were. obviously. <laughs> Probably Pasha. I don't know. Anyways.
3: Amnesia, there's a reason they call Amnesia, it. Amnesia,
0: don't you? <laughs> like, there was this moment though where I just like looked yes. at the crowd, and I guess there were strobe lights, and it was just like thousands of people just moving to the same really beat. unites you right it's
2: almost like you have the same heartbeat you are in sync you literally you're are insane. moving to the same like sort of pulse except if you can't dance you know it's like, <laughs> if you can't dance you can't come up. out dancing with us <laughs> <laughs> no but you know your feet are stomping at the same sort
0: of time yeah. so you're kind, you're like you feel it go through you your body you are in
3: sync yeah
1: why I mean, do you
0: why do you think some people have more rhythm than others, because that seems like it's I natural. Know. That's you see babies passed
3: down on a cellular level. Yeah, must Blame your, your ancestors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it no, honestly, be. like there's little like you've, you ever watched videos of like Trini babies dancing. Mm-hmm. Yes. like it's crazy. Like there's yes. that has to have been passed down on a cellular level because when that baby stands up holding the railings of their crib, they can't even stand. If they put on a soca beat, yeah. You see that little baby Mm -hmm. start to whine right Mm -hmm. to the rhythm, you know. There's it's in them. It's in you.
0: I feel like all babies like to move right away, but it's you know in some in some for sure. (laughs) But in some, but I think maybe in some households, music is playing more often. Yes, whereas and you're dancing like silence, so you don't even have the chance um, to allow them to move. Like you put a baby in any room and you put on a song, they'll all start bobbing. Yeah, they start
2: feeling it. You know, it was really nice. You're talking about, you know, some babies do it better than others. So (laughs) my, they're high performance babies. Okay, (laughs) my my um, baby niece Ava, four years old. This (laughs) summer at her parents' wedding, I this is the first time I really saw her dance. And I was relieved to see that homegirl could hold the beat because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how this was going to go. And then it's like, how is our relationship going to be if I can't dance with you? I was so confused. And I didn't know like, you know, the level, she listens to a lot of kid music. Mm-hmm. Her dad loves metal and he actually composes like heavy metal, all cool. of that drumming and guitar. So she's got that headbanging sort of thing. But then when we started dropping like the nanny wine and all these things at the wedding, she was <laughs> watching and it's so great. She was studying what the bigger people were doing and joining in and keeping up. It was the most amazing thing. I will never forget that. I am happy to report that she can dance. Yay. She got doing it. But it does. It has to do with what yeah. you have in your household, what you said. Yes, so, I and so. I
1: and I kind of like... I make a point to put on different kinds of music yes. depending on what kind of mood I want to set in my home. So if it's chill time and it's quiet time, the music is different, obviously. And and my son listens to all kinds of music, new music, yeah. old music, but it all kind of like sets a tone, right? And we dance. We dance yeah. at home. We have dance parties. We get the energy up when we need to and we have yeah. a lot of fun. And I think that like, I mean, I'm super proud. I saw him dancing at the Raptors game and I was like, I did yeah. it. Aww. <laughs> he can dance. It's a proud moment when your kid can dance. It is. It is right? a nice thing.
0: Especially for us. Because it's important yes. for, for men to be able to move. I think we're lucky. The men in our lives like to dance. Yes. Like we go out with them and they're with us and they're not weird about it. Michael
1: Steele, we're looking at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's a way better dancer than I am. And it's like it flows through him, you know. But a lot of men are very uncomfortable with moving like that. They are. It's not
2: like... It's not encouraged in them, I feel, Mm -hmm. in some situations in the same way. Like, they expect the the girls to be able to dance, but the boys, it's like, oh, you know, it's fine, as long as he can tap his feet. It's like, no, 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 Mm -mm, no, no. no. I want, like, the Harlem (laughs) Shake, or give me something. Like, I need you to be able to do something. But speaking of growing up in a house with music, that was something that was huge in my house. And it was all kinds of music, obviously a lot of calypso and soca, but I, love I remember going to parties, you know, with the, with the adults and all the, all everybody's basement had like the huge speakers and all the adults are dancing and the kids are just kind of <laughs> watching them dance. And then, you know, it would sometimes happen at my house and Saturday night, some, my dad would turn on the, the radio We had this big old thing and he would just dance by himself in the base. Like he mm-hmm. just enjoyed dance music. like no one's watching. But I had all kinds of influences in the kind of music I listened to. You know, there was some rock. There was whatever. I have such a a random sort of preference. But house music, I did get from my oldest sister, who's 10 years older than me. And while one sister was into new kids, the older sister was into classic house. Mm -hmm. And I was with her the most. So that's what I really, I
3: preferred (laughs) over everything. But
2: it's a thing that you don't shake that once you get into it. And I remember explaining it. Or trying to explain it to my brother-in-law, Jason, who loves like rock. He was like, I don't really understand house music, blah, 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 blah. But he's getting into it now. I think he has to be open to yeah. different kinds of music too. You might not He's just listening it. to it. Before it was, I think he was also thinking of the fluffy mm. and fluff is fine as well. I do love me a trap song and all that kind of stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. But but classic house back in that time
1: in the eighties and nineties. So I mean, it's yes, not, we're not talking about like Bob yes. Harris here. It's
3: just was cl- and it was rooted in disco and it yes. was rooted in and drum oh, beats. I mean, yeah. it comes it's all down
0: drums. to the yeah. very basic primal like drum beats that every culture has. Right. The, the most
2: beautiful thing now through Instagram is seeing you know there's so many um, little videos and me, not memes, but videos of little children in Africa in all types of like really rural situations. And you're listening to this music and you're like, Whoa, that is legit. Like house music. That is where it all kind of comes from mm-hmm. and how it kind of transitioned, but the beat is still the same. Like mm-hmm. to think about how old that is. And remember when we went Arianne, you, Michael, myself, and you know, I'm there, official third wheel. third wheel yes it's true uh, <laughs> um we went to see that dj at um Vito's place at at i almost called it lily oh. whoa. <laughs> whoa now we're aging <laughs> we're ourselves decade back. Were we at it, was, it was yes it was culo de sang oh yeah and it was like all of these oh, africans so like from good. the gta came out because often you 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 don't see that crowd at, you know, a David Guetta night or whatever it mm-hmm. was, but seeing these moves, mm. what feels
1: so good to, to release that energy. It feels so amazing. It does. That
2: was one of and the nights exercise.
1: that I still remember. It's our it was. exercise. Cardio. It is our exercise. It's literally
0: like what we do for exercise,
1: you know, try dancing on a table with your heels on. Yeah, it's, not <laughs> easy. it's great for your couch.
3: Maintaining your balance on the couch, <laughs> on the bed
1: It's <laughs> basically Pilates.
3: As <laughs> women, we store stress in different parts of our bodies and women specifically are known to hold stress in our hips. So literally shaking your ass and shaking your hips <laughs> shake your ass. is a way Watch of yourself. moving that, letting that energy move and dispersing it through your body. And hopefully it like just comes out through your toes and gets left on the dance floor. Yeah. Right? We ho-
1: I, I hope we inspired people to
0: shake their ass. Shake it, Guys, Everyone go out and shake your ass. It's, but, you it's know the what? way to be. And, <laughs> and I, for, you know, it's also such a connector, right? It connects you to other people. It connects you mm-hmm. to, to be people in different cultures. It's sort of this universal language, but it also connects you to your past, right? Like, if you hear an old song, boom, you're back, right? All of a sudden, you can smell, like, what, what the room smelled like or what people were it wearing and, like, the emotions that you felt. And they also say that it helps with Alzheimer's. Mm. So even for Alzheimer's patients that have, you know, a loss of memory, if they listen to music, it can trigger past memories. And I just think that's the most magical thing, that it can bring you back to your youth in a time where you you were lucid and you were young and able-bodied and you had your whole, like, future in front of you, you know? So I guess in that sense, it can it keeps you young, too, right? I think right? we need to throw another party.
2: Yeah. We need a dance
1: party. I think about <laughs> that to often, basics. actually. An anti-aging
2: party. We do need to do that just to have, like, a good night because there's so many people who... They're crazy. So many of it. our sort of... Um, our peers or our our generation. audiences as well. Like they wanna go out. They wanna have a good time. They don't know what is or they don't where go. the fun thing is happening. They they wanna yeah. kinda sift through the bullshit and have mm-hmm. like a guaranteed good time. Mm-hmm so I think we have to provide that yeah
0: well they don't want to go to a nightclub no. full of like 20 year olds you know. well because you know uh, nightclubs can be about the music but it could be about everything else the spectacle around it but when it yeah. comes back to the music and that's all it's about that's all that really matters right and that's why I love I do love a good concert I don't like being I
2: don't like being in a box at a concert <laughs> but it sounds oh, poor, so poor ridiculous Cammy. no but
3: <laughs> you know, some some
2: people will be like, oh, let's get a box and everybody yeah. kind of chip in and we'll be there. I'm like, I don't want to be... want to be down in the I want to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to feel that sort of... Collective experience. Collective pulse yeah. of enjoying the music. Yeah. And it's funny, um, a friend of mine and I, Rose, we went to see Kendrick Lamar this past summer. Mm-hmm. That was by far one of the best concerts I have ever been to in my entire life. The collective pulse of of hearing him and his words which you know music doesn't always have to be so deep and meaningful but his just happens to right. be that and mm-hmm. have a wicked beat and everybody was on the same page it was so positive and the crowd was so diverse that was I think that's also the thing with music it really
0: just connects people, people together in that way. Alex, what's your favorite concert you've ever been to? I need to I need some time to mm, think about Hida. that. The whole
1: time that Cammy yeah. was talking I was you were thinking, thinking about, about Marlo crying to Arcade Fire. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, <laughs> Marlo so also cried at Bon Jovi. So I <laughs> I've seen Marlo cry, at <laughs> yeah. which is a beautiful thing. I love that that Actually, can trigger I know. emotion like that. Yeah. My An Arcade favorite Fire so,
3: concert I'm... is a special thing though. Yeah. I will say I've been to a few with Marlo too and I have watched her cry Well, she's so
1: emotional. I
3: I do that too though. It's a beautiful thing to see all the People on the stage, like there's like seven of them, and they all play different instruments. And for every song, they switch, and the one that was on the drums mm-hmm. is now the lead singer, and the one that's the lead singer before is now playing the tam. Like it, it's just a, it's a musical spectacle. Yeah, oh, they're so talented. Cool. Too, when you right? see a band like that, and it, like they're the sounds that they're able to create, mm. it's its so different, and it's such a treat to hear, and it's such a treat to witness. That's one of the best. I've also seen Prince live. So oh, I I know. oh, oh you my go. God. Prince that live was How could I forget that? Come on. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And for me, the best concert I've ever been to was Dolly Parton. Ooh. Yeah, you were telling that. me about that. Shit. She was She's just so magical, and I don't even really, you know, like it's not like I particularly enjoy country music more than other genres, but... She transcends that. Like, it's she's beyond yeah. that. I think that. Her, it's more who she is. Her voice is unbelievable. Her story and, like, looking at her on stage. Her presence. Yeah. I mean, she's, like, five feet nothing. I oh know. But she's, she's so got big. this big presence. It was so amazing. That That, for me, is one of the
2: coolest things. And so Prince, huge for me. Grew up beyond, like, soundtrack of so much of my life was Prince. And, um someone else who affected me a lot and you're talking about people transcending. It's mm-hmm. like Chris Cornell for me, I don't care necessarily about Soundgarden, about audio I don't care about the band. For me, it was always his voice, mm-hmm. the way he sang a song mm-hmm. that I was like, this is a, this is bigger than just someone singing lyrics. I could feel something when he would, when he would sing. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is one regret I have is not going to the concert because sometimes the opportunity comes and <clears throat> you're like ah oh, you know yeah, next time. time next time no you can't I don't you can't do that with music I, know. I don't think you can do that because missed, it's a I, huge experience I, know. That you I wish I take, saw
1: George Michael yeah oh, oh God. that's one on, thing I amazing. truly truly regret never yes. seeing is George Michael yes
0: he's, he's next one for me it's Beastie Boys yeah When they were, you know, I just wish I could have gone to a Beastie Boys concert. Yeah, I just, I just feel like, you know, there's, there's these bands and like groups from before, from our past that just had like, they were less fabricated, right? It was not as easy to find each other. Mm -hmm. There was no social media or internet. You had to literally be in the same city. And I just feel like, or you had to really make moves to make things happen. Mm -hmm. And when it happened, it was just magic. That's not to say that we don't have examples of that today, but I just love music from the past, you know, and they're still, you know, they're, they're still producing some stuff, but just as like a, a, a trio like that, I don't think they'll ever be anything like that. I it's,
2: don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I think about different bands. I do, I agree with you in, there's a certain element of magic from the past because the artists were just artists and they were private mm. and they could be somebody different on stage and really lose themselves in that. Mm-hmm. But now we all, them included, have to be so much more conscious of what we are putting out all the time and be putting out this, whether it's a facade or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't really get to recoup that energy, you mm-hmm. know? He mm-hmm. put so much on a stage. And then to have to continue that and be like, this is what I had for breakfast. Yeah, and and just, I
1: mean, that's your, I guess that's your personal choice too. It's like not, you can't, you but you though. can't be these that, days. You have to participate. Like, yeah, but that depends on what kind of music you're listening to or what kind of artist you're seeking out too. Because if you're Ariana Grande, sure, fine. Social media all the way, but if you're like a smaller band that's really cool or whatever, Mm.
0: then it's different. Uh, But yeah, but that's how you build your audience. I agree. It's part of your
1: job now, almost, because that's how you're getting out and you know. But
0: the image crafting side of it is really interesting because you know my absolute favorite you know of all time is Daft Punk, and Mm. I and I their strategy behind them wearing helmets so much is you know, like they thought all of this through and the only, like we have pictures of them when they were like young, when they first started out before they were really like hiding their faces and stuff, but they were able to become these celebrities, but without having to use their own personal identity. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the combination. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right? like Sia. I think that's yeah, what we Sia should Sia do. Sia. Show, so Sia, whatever, however you funny. It
2: yeah. Sia. She, I mean, she sings pop. Is that the one that covers her face? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She sings pop she's a crazy songwriter listening to her on Howard Stern, which is one of my favorite interviews, like a Howard Stern interview. There's nothing like that, but except a four women not gossiping interview. (laughs) Anyway. Um, she was talking about writing music as, as a job in a way, like there's two parts of it. So I think sometimes she was communicating a deeper message other times like, yo, I'm going to write a hit Mm -hmm. and she knows how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, But I went to see her in concert because I don't know, there's something powerful about her voice that even if it is an EDM song, like there's something more there. So I went and I took um, three friends and I think only one of them was a fan like I was. And they had such a great time. She had her face covered. She stood on a box Mm -hmm. and she sang. She didn't dance. She didn't do anything. One song, she did some choreographed hand movements while standing perfectly still and this was like a packed ACC Air Canada Centre mm. Scotiabank Arena now I don't care it's the Air Canada Centre it's Center. always going to be ACC so sorry it's be yeah <laughs> but it was like that so the power of of being able to communicate in that way without doing anything I mm-hmm. love that yeah. but maybe
1: people crave that simplicity now too because yeah. everything's so overproduced so when you go to a Jay-Z and Beyonce concert it's like a spectacle yeah. it's the 10th degree right yeah. maybe you just want to hear someone sing
0: yeah. So sometimes,
2: yeah, I just want to hear somebody sing.
0: I mean, I think it's good that there's that there's both too, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, even someone like J-Lo, who uh, we've been talking about lately because um, we have to share this on Instagram. She's got this great clip about mm-hmm. um, aging and, and age and age is just a number and about learning new things and not sort of putting these parameters on yourself, right? Yeah. Um, We'll post it so you guys check it out. Yeah, but it's amazing. You know, she's she was a dancer and then she became a performer and she'll say herself, like, I wasn't the best singer so I had to go off of other things, right? But, I mean, <laughs> she was able to create this sort of vibe around her and yeah. people really resonate with that. And, you know, she also says that, like, music and dancing and all that has, is what has kept her young. And we all have a mutual friend in common, Andrew Boley, yes. aka the Six Mom, who we all love, Dancing Queen, Dancing Queen. And you know, we've been seeing her out dancing at nightclubs and parties for a long, long time. And that's how we know we that's know her, we right? Her, we literally yeah. all met her by just joining in on the dance. Yeah, like her dance party. Because <laughs> the thing is, dance.
2: the thing is, I remember I was working at Maison. It was like maybe a Tiff party or something. It was not busy yet. It was like early. And she's on the dance floor. There's nobody with her, but she's dancing like the dance floor is packed. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there thinking, I am such a loser that I am so self-conscious about, right. you know, are, is the lighting right? Da, 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 da. Instead of just getting down and dancing the way that I want to. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know if that's something that comes with age. Well, you know what? I think we're born with it. Yeah. Then we lose it. And if we're lucky enough, we can bring it back. Mm-hmm. But she
1: sorry, my voice it <clears throat> There you go. She knows time is precious too, right? Yeah. Yes. So she's at the point of like, I'm not gonna waste my time worried about people that are looking at me and being like she's too old to be here or something. She enjoys it. Yes. She's loving it. And by doing that, she's kind of like
0: Inspiring everybody else to be like, I need to get
1: over just myself and go. have a good time. You get also, yeah.
0: True. And, and, um, you also can't let people hold you back. No, right? right. So if you're, you get older and your friends don't want to go here anymore, they don't want to do this anymore. They don't want to do that anymore, but you still do. Why can't you just go do it? Right. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I, I, I was out for drinks a couple nights ago, um, with some really great ladies and sort of, you know, what came up was, a few different times um I, I heard this, you know, oh, well, I'm this age. Like, should I really be doing this? Or, like, what business do I have doing this at my age? And and my whole thing was, what, what do you mean? Yeah, What's your what alternative? You why, why would you put that against yourself? And I think that's self-imposed, right? It completely society, is self-imposed.
2: Society. Well, we, we allow well. society to put those parameters on us. If you accept what society is telling you you're supposed to be then Mm -hmm. that's on you if you choose to just do what you feel and what feels good to you then you're winning but I feel with aging it's just it's like this number that just keeps creeping up and I've actually forgotten you Mm -hmm. know how old am I how long has it been between this and between that it's just I don't know your body changes all these things are happening but you're still the same person Mm -hmm. you're still the same it's all the same and um you know, to bring it back to Chris Cornell, there's a, a little introduction to one of the songs on the soundbook album, which is all just live performances. And he's like, he's starting to say, Oh, you know, this is a song from whatever time. And as he starts to say that, he's like, I don't remember who cares when it happened. It, right. it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, great. Let's let's move on with it. And it's true.
3: Yeah. Aging is funny because it, My favorite quote about aging is that aging is a privilege denied to many. Yes. So if you look at it, if you change your relationship and your perspective, yeah, in regard to aging, then yeah, it is a privilege. Not everybody gets to get older. And as you get older, you start to see the bullshit that society has kind of ingrained in your head. It's almost you go through this like learning curve in life of you start out who you are, and then you learn all these things that lead you away from who you are. And then aging is coming back to that mm-hmm. bringing your original, bringing your true self. We end back up back into in diapers. The game. Yeah. We end up back in diapers, <laughs> but we end up being who we are. We end up being that, you know, maybe you were a super outgoing and, you know, opinionated kid. And everybody told you, you can't be like that. And you have to be more this and that. And then you learn these things. And then aging seems like a process to me of unlearning all the shit that people told Ooh. you that you, what you were supposed to do or who mm-hmm. you were supposed to be and getting back to that point of, no, this is actually who I am. And I'm old enough and I'm experienced enough and intelligent enough to know that like what you have to say about that
1: mm-hmm. yeah, well, means when, nothing. When you get older, you stop caring as much totally. About, like what everybody else is doing and mm-hmm. thinking and saying, and you're kind of like focused on what you feel and what's, what makes you happy. It's yeah.
3: liberating. It was liberating it having kids and seeing what your body is capable of. And it was an interesting experience because, I mean, I look at my body now and there's, there's evidence that, Children have lived inside of it. And <laughs> oh, <is> drank, there? <laughs> there sure is in the form. I have a lightning bolt stretch mark above my belly button, which which well, I think badass. you should tattoo. Oh yeah, um, I like that. But I mean, I also don't fucking care no, about right. what my stomach looks like. Well, you yes. created I have two the, human that beings. knowledge yeah. exactly. I so have, you're good, but you have to age to do that. I cared yeah. more about what my body looked like mm-hmm. ten years ago when it had no signs of any kind of experience on it, then I care about it now that it's scarred. And 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 that's
0: the tragic thing, you know, is that, you know, youth is wasted on the young. Like when we're younger and we're in our prime, so to speak, but we're definitely in our physical prime, we don't even um, appreciate it as much, right? Especially women, like we nitpick at like this and that, and it's always according to trends and magazines don't help that. You know, it's like this year, big butts are in, this year, big tits are in. This year, low low-rise jeans are in. So you're better. You're gonna have to, you know, stop eating your carbs and start planking all day long. Like it's like, how can body parts be a trend, right? Yes. And I think we pay close attention to that. And when we remove ourselves from that, and we take that power away from these so-called trends um, that are related to our beauty, it's just so liberating.
1: But with, so liberating. just, can I add to aging too that if you remind yourself or i've i've made a conscious you know effort to remind myself the days that i'm not feeling great about myself because i'm aging I remind myself that I'm still so young, mm-hmm. right? So later, when I'm 60 and I look back on being in my late 30s, I'm gonna be like, "What an idiot! Mm-hmm. You no. looked yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. You were in great shape. You were amazing." So I'm not gonna waste my time. And when think, you're
0: 80, you're gonna be right. like, "Oh my
3: god! When I was 60, exactly. I was like so, so vibrant. Just think of that. Yeah. I only
2: had 10 wrinkles. Yeah, you know?
3: <laughs> no, but what a privilege to have laugh lines. Right. Yes. that's such a beautiful thing. I've always it's thought proof that you laughed. I don't so want to nice. have frown
2: lines. Mm-hmm. I want to have laugh lines. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, and
1: stretch marks and whatever you know. Our boobs are gone, but Mm -hmm. hey, we fed children. Yeah, so it's
0: okay. But it's it's things beyond you know the vanity, right? I mean, with social media now, it's it's constantly this visual like back and forth. But you know, they say that um, if you the more time you spend in nature, the less. uh, how do I put this? You, you you feel more connected to nature, but you 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 lose this sense of vanity, right? And yeah. you get you you gain this self confidence because you're not looking in the mirror, you're not comparing, you're you're sort of connected to something that's bigger and deeper than you. And I think that we just need to take those moments and reclaim them. And I think that going back to music and dancing. Okay, if you live in an urban environment and you don't have a forest to go walk through, there are other things you can do. And I think dancing can sort of stop time you know we talked about time um previously and that's just a moment to take you out of your reality and feel who you are instead of what you look like and how you want to move. but and if you feel younger you. don't you
1: look younger because of that I because so it sort too. of like comes yes. out of you as like a yeah a glow and a happiness and you're smiling like if you're miserable and you're not getting all that out then it's it's on your face
0: physically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right I agree. yeah So, can we consider dancing as a form of self care? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Also,
2: vodka, martinis, and spaghetti. (laughs) I can't imagine a time when I'm not going to want to dance. You know, I remember um, years ago, we threw a, a 65th birthday party for my mom, and it was in a church. We moved in, it was a church that didn't have pews. And so we moved all the chairs, uh, everything around the perimeter, and everybody was dancing. And these are people in their 60s, 70s, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. There was one woman in particular. When when the soca really started jamming, and you know, you know, Caribbean people <laughs> love to line up their waist, as did I. There was one lady that had a cane. She, yeah, she was Pro- not perfect. having any of this sitting down nonsense. Yeah. I will never forget seeing her holding the cane in her left hand her right leg was propped up on a chair and she was oh, joking yes. like I have never seen. And I was just like, that that's going to be me. It's
0: yeah. <laughs> going to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and speaking of self-care, I would rather receive my self-care tips from an older lady 100%. than from, you know, a 21-year-old because, you know... I'm happy if if you know how to take care of yourself. I think it's very important, even for like, you know, people that are young to to take care of their bodies and their mind and their soul and all of that. But I think if you're older, you have that experience. So you hindsight, learn hindsight. how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Like I before this recording, I shared that epic Angela Lansbury self-care <laughs> video that we have to post on Instagram and you guys have to check out. But it's this kind of bizarre. I mean, it's bizarre because we're not used to seeing that now, but she sort of goes through her morning ritual and how you check in with your body and yourself and how you're feeling. And I'll tell you, it's like Angela Lansbury, like you've never seen her before. Yeah. But this <laughs> clip changed my life. Like I only found it yesterday and I'm like, that's it. I'll never be the same. This is beautiful. Yeah. And you know, and we were also joking around about how if that Angela Lansbury clip, Happened today in 2019, but it was still Angela Lansbury. She wouldn't look like that. I don't Mm. think she would have short hair like that. She would probably have, who knows, would she have extensions? Would she have (laughs) Botox? Would she have fillers? I mean, I'm speculating, but it just, it's really refreshing to see um, people that are so comfortable in their skin and embrace aging. Because there's nothing wrong with, you know, getting treatments done and wanting to sort of preserve your youth. But isn't it just so beautiful if you can really accept... You know, the years on your face well, and on your body. Well, I think as a body. woman,
3: that's when you come into your power. That's when you can say, you know what? I don't even have it. I don't, I'm not even going to waste my time and energy on the stupid shit about what people are thinking when they look at my face and the wrinkles and this and that. How does my body feel when mm-hmm. I rub my aloe vera on it in the morning? <laughs> as for our friend Angela, that's that's what's important. If you can get into that mindset and yeah. you can carry that throughout your day, yeah. how am I feeling about this? Let me check in with me. How am I do That's how you know, especially as a woman today. That's how you can live your life mm-hmm. above the rest. Yeah. When you're, you know, there's a lot of bullshit that's trying to pull us down and distract us all the time. But if we stay focused on how we're feeling, yeah you know, about our bodies, about ourselves, about a situation around us, if we can kind of get outside of ourselves and get into that more, then that's how we can, you know, live a more empowered version of our lives. Yum, yum.
0: It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. So Camille, tell us about this cheesecake on the table.
2: Well, this is a Swedish cheesecake, which is traditionally something that's made clearly in Sweden, but um, with ricotta cheese, usually it's homemade ricotta cheese. What that spells for me is way too much work. So I came up with a wicked dessert that you could make for any, you know, little gathering, something that's no fuss, no muss, um, but that's super delicious and and presents really well. I mean, it looks great. (laughs) So easy, guys. The thing with cheesecake is usually it has so many ingredients and so many steps. This is something you put in the blender, and then you throw in the oven, and you top with a puree of, like, whatever fruit you like that you make yourself or do what I did here and open some jam. Spoon that shit on top. Loving it.
0: And boom. And where can we find the full recipe for that? On cammycooks.com, of course. All right. I'm, I'm really feeling like the Golden Girls right now, so I think let's, <laughs> let's dig in. Let's do this. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, you can keep up with us on Instagram at 4womennotgossiping. And if you've got an idea you'd like us to cover, email us at 4womennotgossiping at gmail.com. Special thanks to Joey Tomaselli, the one and only Joey T. Live, for lending us the goods to record this podcast. And thanks so much to Brandon Allen for helping us out with sound.